Welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. I am Adam Platt. Today we have a special guest on. His name is Scott Spears, and we're going to be talking about freeing yourself by managing your time because Scott is a, a master of managing time. So we're going to get right into that right after the introduction. The question people often ask themselves is, is there more for me out there? Am I capable of more, of doing more, being more, and having greater success in this life? The answer to that question is yes. I believe that everybody has greatness within themselves and that success leaves clues. And if we can take those clues, we can unlock the greatness within ourselves. I'm Adam Platt and welcome to Unleash Your Greatness. Welcome everybody to Unleash Your Greatness. I'm excited today to have a guest on. His name is Scott Spears and he is a wealth of information and life experiences and uh, I just want to welcome him. He is a uh, army veteran who's been through combat zones. He's also a consultant who's worked around the world with many companies and right now he's a life coach or excuse me, a, a life lessons coach teaching people how to balance their life. Um, so uh, a life balance coach. That's what I, I was trying to say. Uh, so uh, Scott, <laughs> welcome. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me. <laughs> hopefully Happy I, to be here. <laughs> hopefully I didn't mess that intro up too bad. Uh, I, no, you, no. You have so many amazing things and accomplishments, it was hard to, to know which ones to list. So, um, so well, yeah, like you. I was saying in the intro you've just you've got all this amazing things that you've done you've been around the world not only as a uh in the military but as a consultant for many businesses and you've got this amazing story of going you know just 100 miles an hour and eventually hitting the wall and um i'm not sure exactly what part of the story we want to pick up on but because there's so much um <laughs> but, uh, yeah, why don't you, I, I guess I want to kind of just pick your brain and hear your journey from, you know, where you went as, you know, uh, maybe you tell me where the story should pick up, but, um, I would imagine it's somewhere in the military doing, uh, you know, amazing things. You were in the army. Uh, you and I chatted a little bit about that when we talked the other day and that was fun by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's. I, I, maybe I yeah, should just it was, shut uh, up and let you talk. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, um, no. It's. Uh, it was. I started out when I was seventeen. Uh, I had to have my parents sign a letter for me to join the army because I wasn't eighteen yet. <laughs> um, but I kind of had it always in my mind that I, I just always felt like there was something else out there from where I grew up. Uh, where I grew up was considered a, a fairly small town. It's unnoticeable now. Um, if I go back, I get lost. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, uh, I just felt there was just so much more out there to see and do. And the only way I could really get out there was joining the military. So I joined the army. Um, I learned how to work on the uh, army aircraft. And my first duty station we were sent to panama for operation just cause wow. uh removing uh, general noriega i think that was back in 89 um whew, long time ago <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that's the first time ever experiencing anything 
as far as combat goes, uh, getting shot at, etc. It's a it's a real life changing wow. experience. So, uh, just turning eighteen, my birthday was over there. I uh, I had a different perspective on life after that, for sure. I I just knew that there was just uh, it could be gone at any moment. So from yeah. that from that time, I just had this. Okay, I, I've I've got to see everything that I can see that's out there, experience all that I can, because you just never know when uh, it's your time, basically. Yeah. So after coming back from that experience, I was then shipped to Germany. I thought that was going to be a really cool assignment. Hey, Europe, you know, get to travel and. Uh, maybe a couple months after getting over there, uh, the the Operation Desert Shield, Desert Storm started in yeah. our unit. We were military intelligence. We were shipped over there. And again, experiencing uh, that, that familiar feeling of, okay, am I going to make it tomorrow or not? Uh, every night we had Scud missiles shooting over our head and checking our chemical gear, making sure all of that was working. Right. Um, but with all of that, again, it just cemented my my belief that I've got to live hard, basically. I've got to try to experience everything that I can, get out there and just do all that's available. Um, so after a few more years, I decided to get out of the military and I started taking different roles in back in California, Texas, New York and telecommunications, which led me to the global consulting position that I was doing for the last 15, 20 years. And yeah, it's, it was, uh, it was another big experience. It was, I'm so grateful for because I got to see so much experience, so many different cultures, people, uh, and, and that work experience was, was great. But as you mentioned in the intro there, it was, I hit a wall and that happened just about three years ago. I was, I was juggling. I, I I took so much on believing that I could handle everything, and and that's one of the lessons I learned about ego. Um, yeah. Where okay, I can handle that. I can handle this. I can show these guys. I've always felt like I've had to work harder than the next person. So three years ago here in Colombia, I uh, was in Medellin and I just started having problems with my breathing. Never had that experience ever in my life. And I got up uh, to get something to drink. And luckily my girlfriend at the time and her brother were there and they said, I just collapsed, went uh, pale, um, eyes rolled back, etc. all of that. And that was not the wake up call that you would think it would be for someone for me. Wow. In fact, I, I, I was, it, it was a, a really big moment. Yeah. I mean, and, and scary. And I, but I felt like, okay, I'm going to be like the $6 million man. If you remember that old show, long yeah, time yeah. Ago. I can be rebuilt. You know, <laughs> right. I can, get, I can get back in the game. I got to show them that I haven't missed a step. So I, I took all kinds of tests when I came back here to Bogota and I took um, neurology tests, uh, brain tests, heart tests, breathing tests, everything that I could think of because 
I don't like to say this, but I don't trust a lot of doctors. So I choose to go take all the tests that I think that that would benefit me. And I, I found a lot of, a lot of things. Uh, I had, I had sleep apnea. I, I had PTSD. I was diagnosed with PTSD. I was having anxiety attacks after that. Um, I had some nutrition problems, eating what I thought were nutritious foods that uh, were actually allergic to me. So, I mean, perfect example would be like eggs, eggs every morning I'm, I'm having <laughs> with my protein shake and everything. But actually that was basically killing me over the years with wow. inflammation. So uh, I rebuilt myself physically, but I totally neglected, neglected the mental side of, of health. Mm. And that, that takes me back to just at the end of 2019, before the COVID pandemic. And I, I have what I call in different words, but I'll say it nicely here, a, a tsunami of undesired circumstances happened all at once. Wow. Uh, right at the end of uh, like, like November 2019, my, my employment contract expired. Um, let's see what else I, I had. Uh, that's when I was also diagnosed with PTSD. My daughter's university uh, savings that I had built up over the years was stolen. Um, my relationship that I was in uh, fell apart. And so everything just happened at once. And it really crashed hard on me into like a, a, a spiral of depression at that time. Wow. So from, from there, I, I, I was trying to fix myself here. Uh, doing meditation, doing different type of mental exercises and everything, but it was it was too much, and I just needed to get away. Uh, I hadn't traveled for about a month, which was a long time for me at that time <laughs> because every week I was used to being in a, in a different airport. Yeah. And I actually called a friend of mine that lives in India. And I've never been to India. It's always been a big hole on my map. Like, mm. I got to go there someday. Wow. Um, and I, I poured my heart out to her and told her everything that was happening and said, hey, I, I need to get away. Can you recommend maybe some places that I can take a look at? And she did. And it was actually a very liberating experience for me because it was the first trip I didn't really plan. Um, I'm, I'm a real big um, planner. Uh, my when I was doing consulting uh, for these companies around the globe, a lot of it was time management with with projects, global, regional programs that I was putting together, coordinating so many different things, and I was really really good at that uh, on the professional side. But on the personal side, <laughs> I would get home and like ah. I've kicked my shoes off. Uh, I, I don't want to be organized at all. So, Hey, it's Adam. Real quick, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know that if you haven't set goals, right now is the perfect time to set those awesome goals that you want to go after, those dreams that you want to accomplish, those things that you want to do in your life, create the lifestyle that you want. Right now is the perfect time to set those. And I have this new ebook that I just created. It's called Seven Step Goal Setting Workshop. 
and you can grab a free copy. It's usually a $47 value, but you can grab a free copy today at arisetoconnect.com slash goal setting. And in this book, this ebook, you're going to learn how to evaluate priorities, how to create successful goals and simple hacks to manage your goals. So again, this is a free copy right now, the seven step goal setting workshop ebook that you can grab right now. And I hope that you go out there, you'll grab that copy of your, this free book and start setting those amazing goals so that you can create the life that you want. And now let's jump back into the episode. Wow. I, I went to India and I didn't plan anything. I just planned to go to a couple different locations. I went to a yoga university, which uh, had a really good program in, in depression, uh, Ayurveda. Um, it was, it's, it's not really just yoga as an exercise. It's yoga as a way of life. Yeah. So a lot of different teachings, uh, ancient Eastern teachings there that were just so, so interesting. And I was, it benefited me so much. Uh, I, I spent about 10 days, a couple of weeks there first. And then I decided to go do a Vipassana meditation, which is a 10 day silent oh. meditation where you disconnect from everything they when you go there you when you sign in and and uh get in process basically kind of like the military uh you give up your phones uh if you have laptop tablet um even your watch even that was really hard for me to give away. the phones <laughs> and everything i could give away easy i didn't i didn't i i could be totally disconnected but the watch it was like but how am I going to know what time it is and everything, you know? So, but yeah. it was really, really interesting. interesting how that just forces you to look in instead of looking externally, like why this happened? Why did that happen? It just gives you time to yourself. And that's something that I, I've never had for my, wow. for, for me in my entire life. And I just turned 50 not too long ago. Uh, so all of these things that I learned over there in India. Sorry, I I was just gonna say, you know, that's, all these things. I've uh, I've heard of people doing the the you know ten day silent uh, meditation type things, and uh, I've always I've never done it. Uh, full disclosure, but I've always thought it would be so interesting to just like be completely silent for a period of time, not talk, not have anybody really talk to you um, and just be alone with yourself. Mm -hmm. I think, and I'm, I, maybe you can shed some light, but I would imagine like you go in a lot and go really deep into who you are and who you want to be. And I, I, I would think uh, it's definitely on my bucket list. Yeah, of you really I do experience. Um it's, it's a great experience. Um, like you said, you, you do go in, um, yeah. you have no distractions, you, right. you, and, and the only thing you're there for is to meditate. And the toughest part for me was not really the meditation. Well, kind of, kind of the meditation because physically you have to sit in, in a meditative pose, uh, yeah. like a Lotus pose basically. Right. And you sit there for an hour, one hour at a time. And I, it sounds easy, you know, let's I'll just sit down and sit there for one hour and not move. 
but not moving for one hour, yeah. sitting there in a meditative pose can be extremely painful. And that's something right. that you also learn to do when you're going through this process is the mind over matter. So you recognize the pain, but you don't give it the attention. And it's a really yeah. tough process that you, that you work through during those 10 days. And, you know, the first four days I, I was like, I can't, I gotta move. I gotta move, you know, <laughs> but, but then, now on, on the fourth day, actually, I say I, I had to have a tough conversation with myself and say, hey, you're here, you're here to do this right. and do it properly and, and follow the instruction. And that that fifth day, I just worked through the pain and I was able to go the rest of the time wow. feeling the pain, recognizing it, but but not giving it the attention. And that's really when that mind over matter starts kicking in. And then that opens up so much more when in the process of just looking inward. Yeah. Do you, do you think that, and obviously that's, uh, you know, a very, I'm trying to think of how to put this into words. Uh, I think that could apply to anything in life really. Right. Like, I mean, how often do we we focus on the pain in our life, whatever that pain point is, whether it's a financial pain, a relationship pain, a, a, a physical pain, you know, you're running a marathon and you're, you're tired, you're, you know, whatever, right? There's so many things out there that mm -hmm. we can consider a pain. And if we can f understand the power of the mind to put all that pain out and just focus on what the outcome we want to be, Man, that's power. Like, really, like, that's super powerful. And, there, you know, there's story after story of people who have done that, you know, in concentration camps and uh, POW camps and, and world or in Vietnam and, and so forth. And, um, you know, they're able to just completely focus on what they want the outcome to be when they're when the pain is over instead of focusing on the pain. And I, I would assume that what you're talking about is similar. And, and again, I'm just trying to put myself mm -hmm. in that situation. I've never experienced anything quite like that. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's amazing. Oh, so, but you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And it, and it truly is a power for yeah. you to harness. Um, and, and Hey, I just did it, you know, and just touched tip, tip of the iceberg on it, you know, and, right. but it's like everything. It's like going to the gym and working out. You want to get, you know, all Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. You're, you're going to have to put the work in, right. right, right. You're not just going to have sure. it in, in, in one instance. Yeah. So the same thing with meditation and, and that's, that's where I'm helping some of my clients with meditation is, Very is cool. it's, it's a practice and yeah. it's so easy to get discouraged because the mind is always always running, always running. Yeah. And the, the beauty of meditation is to settle the mind. You're never going to stop it. You're always going to have thoughts. But right. the, the whole idea behind the Vipassana is recognize it, acknowledge it, and let it go. And, and one, of the, one of the words in Sanskrit it is anicca, and that's mm. the law of impermanence. So wow. they teach you also that nothing is, is permanent. Even our breath, if you think about it, I mean, we're constantly taking inhales and exhalations, and those okay. are different wow. with each one. Your body changes with each one. Or the analogy of standing in a river, when you're standing in a river, you're never standing in the same 
river. The water is always flowing. Yeah. So it, wow. they could they get really deep in there with all of these analogies. Like, <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful actually. And, uh, you know, and you're right. Like nothing is permanent, right? Even, you know, pain, suffering, happiness, joy, they're all fleeting to a point. I mean, we can always go back and remember that pain. We can go back and remember that happiness and, and try to put ourselves back in that spot. But like you say, it's, it's, kind of like that river, right? It just, it's always moving, always flowing through us. And uh, I think that's important to keep in perspective that when we are suffering, like you kind of talked about, you went into a a depression, right? Um, When we are suffering with depression, anxiety, hardship, uh, adversity, whatever it is, that eventually it's going to end. Eventually it's Mm -hmm. either going to end because it's, uh, things get better or if you're, you know, suffering because you're sick or, you know, on your deathbed, then it's going to end because you're going to move on to the next chapter of your existence, right? Whatever that is for you and your belief, exactly. my belief is heaven, right? But, um, for other people that may be something mm-hmm, else, right? Um, and I'm not saying that that mm-hmm. shouldn't be like, I'm not saying <laughs> I've actually had a lot of discussion about suicide with people lately. I'm not saying that you should just end it on purpose, but it can, it will always come mm-hmm. to a conclusion, that pain, that suffering in one way or another. And uh, definitely just keep fighting through it. Uh, just like you had to learn with your meditations, right? Fight through that pain, get past the, the mental right. um, anguish you are feeling, or the physical anguish, I guess, and, and put the mind over that. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I, I think exactly. that's beautiful. Exactly. So. And that, that actually helped take the mental part uh, to the, to the next level where realizing, wow, I just proved to myself that I can work through this pain that, okay, it's there, but (laughs) I can let it go. Yeah. Yeah? I can, I I don't have to give it all the attention that it's, it's shouting for basically the same, the same goes with the depression that I was feeling. I was able to say, "Well, well, well, that makes sense. I can, I can apply this to all these things that that happened to me yeah and and this situation but it's 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 done it's done it's it's gone let's let's keep moving forward very cool um and and meditation is one of those uh tools or practices whatever you want to call it i i I think of it as a a a tool in my life because i think it's very helpful and that is so helpful and it's something I I still have a lot of work to do on and to get better at because I you know I'll be meditating and things will pop into my brain and, and I'm like oh uh, you know I'll, my mind will start going <laughs> and, and I'm not very good at sometimes letting that go and, and getting through it but um, uh, it's so powerful for sure to just be there be present uh, focus on your breath focus on your uh, you know different, different things that people tell you to focus on your breath usually is one of the top ones, your, your heartbeat, your whatever, right? How you're sitting, how you're feeling. Um, but yeah, such a powerful Mm -hmm. tool and it's neat that you were able to, to go through that for 10 days in silence (laughs) as hard as that probably was. Uh, (laughs) so cool. Cause yeah, I, I think I would find it really hard because I do it for 15 minutes and I'm like, man, that was, that was a struggle just for, 
for me. But again, it's it's one of the things that I I'm really working at this year. It's one of my goals to get much better at because I see the the value, and hopefully other people see the value. Is you know you teach to your clients, so obviously it's it's a great tool that you value. So um, so so amazing. So so you. Uh, I, I'm not trying to uh, get you off track of your story, but you 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 go through this ten days of silence, and and then what happens after you come out of that? Yeah, uh, you well, me personally, I kind of didn't want to leave. I wanted to stay there, <laughs> but the whole reason was I was being. I was being kind of cowardice, you know, mm. as I, 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 okay, I, I have to leave. I have to go and face the music now. Now I need to apply everything that I've learned to my life. Yeah. So I go back to Colombia, where I am now, and, and start facing everything that I, that I have to face. I was like, okay, now what am I going to do? And it was, it was a little bit of a struggle at the beginning. I was, I was, applying my practices and everything but of course i'm not in a very secluded environment i'm in downtown bogota lots of traffic lots of people and uh where i was living was really loud um (laughs) so i had these headphones thankfully (laughs) right and i would just play some ambient music or something that would try to help me meditate but it's not the same scene you know you're not you're not in a in a temple somewhere or some magical place where you feel like like you're lost in in a good way in a good way so i come back to bogota and and i start just feeling myself feeling feeling my way around okay what am i going to do okay i um so i just continued to study and practice what i learned for a few months and then covid uh came and I, I decided, okay, I've had enough of the city. I'm going to, I'm going to move to the mountains um, and get away from everybody. So I I found this cabin where I am now, about 45 minutes outside of the city, very secluded nature all around. And it was just perfect. It was the ideal situation for me to continue practicing what I, what I learned in India. And, uh, but I started to get a little depressed at the same time because at that time it's COVID, the politics that were going on. Um, just, just, I was getting a little too much into the media, seeing all that was going on in the world with really no big hope of coming out of that. So I started to feel a little bit depressed again. But the beauty of what I learned in India, in India with that Vipassana and continuing that practice is I was much more in tune with myself. Mm-hmm. I could. I, I could hear that inner voice yeah. and that inner voice told me at that time, cause I made a promise to myself when, when I was there in India and I was like, okay, I have to do this once a year. I have to make time to, to set aside 10 days for me. Um, because I've always been going a hundred miles an hour for this company, that company, family, et cetera, but never really taking the time out for me. So I, I dedicated that to myself while I was in India. And when I was here and kind of getting a little depressed with everything, all the news and everything going mm-hmm. on, that inner voice came and said, hey, it's, it's time for you to do it now. 
You know, you have nothing else going on right now. You're not, you're not working. You're not, you know, you're not in a relationship. You it's just you in this cabin up here in the woods. So do it. So I did it. I did another 10 days. Um, I think that might've been in June of last year. And, and that one was tough because I had to do everything myself. I still had to cook and clean and everything. And I told my landlady, hey, please don't think I'm being rude, uh, but I can't talk to anybody or even look at anybody for the next 10 days. I'm gonna be doing this exercise. And when I came, well, during that meditation, I, I, I realized what I wanted to do. And that was to, to help people with the knowledge that I had. I just felt like with everything that I experienced in my life, not just personally, but professionally as well, I should be able to help people, especially in this time of the pandemic where everybody's lives are changing. I've, I've been really good at adapting my life to different cultures, different countries uh, on a weekly basis almost. And feeling I can apply this somehow to help people now. And I put together a program um, where I, I focus on time management first and then life management and uh, self-transformation. And I, I focus on time management first because I think that's the foundation to all, all of our wants and needs in, 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 in life, basically. So... I, I can speak from experience where I, I'll sign up for a bunch of classes that I want to take because that's oh, going to make me better and everything, but I never organize my time properly to take it. And then they're sitting there for a year, you know, or the, the, the things that I wanted to do with my daughter for so minutes, for so long, keep getting pushed aside, pushed aside yeah. because I didn't organize my time properly. So I, I, take a lot of my project management experience from the professional side sure along with the wellness techniques to to reduce the stress and the anxiety and i feel when people uh have their time organized it's just the biggest thing that they don't have to worry about in their lives afterwards if they know what they're going to do the next day uh the next few days they've got it organized and and it's a it's a progress then the stress automatically starts decreasing. The anxiety starts decreasing. And then they can start focusing on life, start focusing on what's important to them in their life. And then the self-transformation after that. So this is the program I designed to to help people along the way on that, in an an eventual self-transformation. Very cool. And and obviously there's the the journey that you've been on has been very transformational of course and i i, I want to kind of circle back to a few things in the story that um i don't want to interrupt because you're you're telling the story so beautifully um but i want to i want to <laughs> circle back to a few things and number one is I, I think it's funny that the hardest thing for you to give up when you went into that that um that meditation temple was your watch uh, and here you are being a, a time uh, you know basically a time coach a, a, a time balance coach right um <laughs> it's right. it just kind of find find it <laughs> ironic but um 
you know, I think I think one of the hardest things for, and, and you can, uh, you know, tell me if I'm wrong on this, but you know, you were a, a very high achiever. You were going, 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 uh, saying yes to all these projects, saying yes to all these things. And I think the hardest thing for many high achievers is to step back and take time for themselves and step back and, and say no um, to certain things. And, you know, I, I think that uh, that's a pretty big portion of why people get so stressed out and, uh, you know, overextended in their commitments because they're not willing to say no to certain things. And, uh, you know, I. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it, it takes a self-examination first and yeah. foremost. And that self-examination came for me during that meditation, that 10-day meditation, where I was forced to stop and, and just not worry about anything externally from myself. And that's such a liberating experience. I, I, and, and one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing now, because I, I really truly wish everybody to experience that feeling um of of self-connection basically yeah for sure and uh you know uh having that self-connection right is is critical to Mm -hmm. moving past all that self uh, i guess inner pain that we feel so often or put on ourselves you know i'm not good enough i'm not smart enough i'm not doing enough i'm not uh, manage my time well enough, all those things where I, I need to do more and more and more type mentality that so many people who are, you know, high achievers or trying to become something more in their life. And sometimes we just have to step back and say, you know, uh, I need to start saying no more to stuff that's not serving me. Uh, and, and that could be exactly, exactly. And that could be relationships, that could be activities, that could be habits, that could be uh, diets, like you were talking about your egg uh, allergy. It could be a, mm-hmm. so many things, and we need to evaluate that and be like, is this really serving me? Maybe I need to stop doing that and say no to that. And, and anyway, right. Hey, it's Adam, and I wanted to just jump in here real quick because I wanted to let you know that I am rooting for you and that if you are ready to take your life to the next level and maybe you're not sure exactly what you need to do let me tell you it all starts with your mindset it all starts with how you're thinking about yourself how to really visualize what you want in life and if you feel like you need a little bit of help in that area i have this workbook it's called mindset for success to really help you take your life to the next level and you can grab a free copy of that workbook right now for free at arisetoconnect.com slash mindset for success. In this workbook, you're going to learn the do's and don'ts of what you should and shouldn't be doing when it comes to how you think and look at yourself in your life. And it's full of questions that you can ask yourself to really start evaluating what you want and where you want to go. So go ahead and feel free to grab that free copy of Mindset for Success right now. Again, at arisetoconnect.com slash mindset for success. And go and grab your free copy today so that you can start taking your life to the next level. And now let's get back into the episode. That self that self-connection is the first step of self-love. 
Right. And being in the army, being playing sports all the time, and that word self-love, I've heard it a lot and always considered it soft. Yeah. You know, as as a fault to me. You know, I always mm. yeah, considered yeah. Uh, self-love. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. But going through that experience and then realizing that, yeah, you know, you gotta love yourself. You you before anything else, you have to be what what society teaches is not to be. Uh, um, what's the word? I'm I'm blank here. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you're good i do that uh, all the selfish. time <laughs> selfish 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 yeah yeah <laughs> uh, society teaches us not to be selfish but in actuality we have to be yeah. selfish to a point we have to have that connection to ourselves know ourselves knows know what makes us tick uh what do we like what do we want and go for that and don't yeah. feel bad for that yeah. um that that what, what I also say, like in the time management coaching that I give to people is, is acknowledge your progress every day. You might not accomplish everything that you wanted to do that day, but look at what you did and, and be kind to yourself and, and be grateful for the opportunity to, to do what you were able to do. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing is, is being kind to yourself is huge. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I feel the same way and I, I teach that to so many of my clients as well as, as you need to not be so hard on yourself because, you know, we all have good intentions and our day is going to be jam packed of all this amazing things we're going to get done. And then you get like a, a small fraction of them done and you beat yourself up and be like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not I'm not ever going to, you know, reach my goal or I'm never going to be where I want to be. And we got to stop beating ourselves up and just be like, you know what, tomorrow I'm going to start fresh and start working on the stuff I didn't get done today and, and just go mm-hmm. do the best you can. Right. And, and just, I think, yeah, I think we're, we're obviously our worst critics, right? So many of us and, and put ourselves through the ringer more than definitely. anyone. Especially in this age of instant gratification yeah. with internet, everything that can be happen with a push of a button we forget we're human. We're not the computers. Yeah. yeah? So we, we need to remember that and, and, and treat ourselves as humans and not as, as machines. Well, and I, and yeah, good, great point. And I also think that we often compare ourselves to other people, you know, because of the internet, right? We have Instagram and Facebook and YouTube mm-hmm. and, and we see all these influencers or people that are successful and we're like, Oh, how come I'm not there yet? I, I was having a chat just yesterday with someone. He's like, yeah, I don't know why. Like, am I, a, am I a jerk? Do people not like me? Like I put stuff out and, and I'm like, no, you just got to keep at it. You got to remember that the people that have all these huge following and, and you know, all this clout have been doing it forever. Like it's not like right. it was an overnight success. And we try, we judge ourselves on where they are and not give ourselves credit for where we have come to. And, and I think that's important to always remember. Don't always don't judge yourself on where other people are. Judge yourself on where you've been and where you are now and and make sure that you give yourself that credit for sure. So, um, yeah, I love that. Adam, I got to give you a high five on that one. (laughs) My man, that's, that's it. (laughs) That's, that's what it's about right there. I mean, we get lost 
with the social media, with media. We see the the perfect example of what we want to be on on screen. Yeah. And that's that's another thing. Like I put a post on my Instagram today is is curb your enthusiasm on your screen time. Yeah. Right. Because the more you're looking at that, the more you're you're dreaming. Oh, I should be there, but and you're not putting in that work, like yeah. you said. Yeah. But the work has to be put in. Yeah. Everybody has to put in the time, right? The work, the you have to put in the hours. Like that's just there's no way about it. There's no mm-hmm. uh, streamlined ability to success, right? There's no no straight line to success. I guess is what I was trying to say. And, uh, yeah, you have mm-hmm. some of those overnight stories that you hear about, but even those overnight stories will tell you like, Hey, I still had stuff that I had to do. I had to work on it. I had to get there and yeah, they might look like a, an overnight success, but they have their backstory just like everybody. Uh, and I, I remember a very successful yeah. author's yeah. talking about her book that, you know, went, you know, New York time bestseller and all this stuff. And, and uh, she's saying, someone came up to her and said, oh, how does it feel to have your very first book go be so big? And she's like, actually, it's my sixth book. And it's like, yeah, people don't realize that. You know, right. the Michael Jordans, the, you mm-hmm. know, the athletes who put in all the hours and all the time. And and we, we can't judge our, we can't judge our ability on Michael Jordan's ability because he's put in the time or the author who has the best-selling book or the, the coach that has, you know, millions of dollars because he's got tons of followers and stuff. Well, they had to build it and uh, we just have to give ourselves right. the, and, the and time. I'd, I'd like to add on that too, is the Michael Jordans. He didn't do it for money. He loved the game. True. Yeah. He loved the game and, and, and he did it w- because of his love for the game and and same with like the author that you were speaking of yeah she could have gave up after the first six books but she was doing what she loved and and that's something that took me a while as a lesson to learn as well because after a while I was doing this global consulting and I I just wasn't uh, at first I was really loving that job for the first 10 years or so but the last five it was just ah, it's a pain, you know, this is, I'm not enjoying this. And that, and that it just kind of weighed heavy. And the only reason I was doing it because the pay was good. The pay was really good at the time. So I continue to do it, but it's funny how life puts you in, in a situation where look, giving you that lesson where you, you have to do what you love, you know, be true to yourself. Again, it goes back to that self-love, that self-care find what you love and do it, do it with all of your energy. And eventually you'll be rewarded one way or another, it, it, right. whether it's money, whether it's uh, helping numerous people, what have you, you will be rewarded and you will be happy for doing what you love to do. Yeah. It, yeah, for sure. It's finding that purpose. Like you said, like the Michael Jordans or the author or, or whatever, they had a purpose. They loved what they did. They wanted to be at the top of their game, and so they they did the work. They put in the time. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. was I'm curious. Um, you, you said that you started not loving your consulting job, and I'm curious 
what your your perception of why you stopped liking it or loving it, right? And and I think that it happens to a lot of people where they're they've got a career, they're successful, they're making money, and all of a sudden they're like, I just don't love this. I don't. I I was the same way. Mm-hmm. I had a, a successful career in uh, the aerospace industry. I was doing pretty well for myself and. And I'm like, you know what? It's not my passion. So I, I'm curious what your your take was of why that happened to you, I guess. Well, at the beginning, it was I loved it because it was new. It was working with so many different cultures uh, almost on a weekly basis, going to different countries, different people, meeting great uh, colleagues along the way. And and having the companies that I worked for, they, they trusted me. Um, and, and it felt good coming from being an employee for many years and doing, doing the nine to five job that I couldn't stand and was always trying to find how can I get out of this? And, (laughs) and, uh, luckily I got into the consulting and, and, you know, I was doing, doing what I love, traveling, meeting different people, the company trusted me. I, I was able to do a lot of good work yeah. and I could see a difference with, with the things that the projects that I was working on. And the last five years I was, I was moved here to Latin America region and the whole management team here was very inexperienced and was a tough nut to crack to get anything done the right way. Uh, Basically, I would deliver a project and then I would leave to go do the next project and they would ruin it (laughs) in in a nice nice terms uh, three months after I leave. And then I would have to leave the current project I'm on to go back to that one, fix that one. I, and I was dealing with a lot of hostility. The, the customers wow. were so angry with that too. So it, it turned from delivering good, uh, good work to customers into constantly trying to calm them down, dealing with, with a lot of their anger, which that energy just kind of starts absorbing into me. Yeah. And it, it, that's pretty much the turning point, uh, why I started to not enjoy the job anymore. That's so right. that's, that's why. And I think, and I, I felt the same way in my job. There was a lot of, uh, things that I didn't enjoy because of some of the hostility or the, the pain that I was experiencing in the workplace and not that I was like bullied or anything like that, but it just, it, yeah, it just didn't feel right as well as I, I didn't feel like I was living up to my potential as an individual. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I quit to go and, and do coaching full time like yourself. And, uh, and it's been a, a crazy ride, but super amazing and fun at the same time. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I, yeah. So yeah, many you raise a, a good point. You're not living up to your potential. And that's, right. that's how I felt. I, I, I felt like I had so much more that I could do, yeah. but I'm, I'm wasting time cleaning up a mess and dealing with angry, angry customers with bad energy. And it just eventually wears on you. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's why I just started to 
and, and, and started developing a negative vibe, negative energy within me. And I'm always the kind of person that's always happy, go lucky, you know, Hey guys, let's go do this, do, 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 positive. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, never trying to say anything negative out of my mouth. But that last couple of years was, I found myself, you know, feeding into that energy. And it's just, it was, it was bad. It was bad. So it was, yeah. it's amazing how life, uh, pushes you in the direction that it wants you to go for sure. And I think as that life pushes us, we just need to be willing to let it lead or to take the leap, I guess, and say, yeah, that's the way I'm being pushed or drawn to go and and go that way. So, um, and I think you bring up another, uh, yeah, it's ultimately our choice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I was just going to add on that where, uh, like, during the depression I had, I had a choice of either going all the way down and hitting rock bottom and, and just splatting there like a, (laughs) like a water balloon or like a basketball bouncing. Mm. And, and that's the analogy I always take with people who are going through depression. It's like, you always have a choice. You, you go down as far as you want to go down. And, and, but you have to, you have to recognize where is where is it you're going to bounce? Right. Yeah. You got to yeah. be like that like basketball that. and bounce and start taking that incline. Yeah. I love that. And I, I, I've loved uh, when people talk about rock bottom, I've heard the saying that rock bottom is a great place to start building a foundation as well. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. we can, we can That's build on that too. And, yeah. and bounce uh, back up. So um, yeah, beautiful. And, uh, and I, one thing that came to mind when you were talking about, you know, kind of the, the toxic environment you were living in at that time working in and environment really has a big impact on us. And I don't think a lot of people realize, and, and, you know, sometimes it can be very subtle, you know, to the office is being cluttered or, uh, you know, different things, but it can be very aggressive too, like an environment, you know, a, a very toxic uh, work environment with people who are negative or, uh, you know, people not doing their job or you feel like you're the guy who has to be always dumped on all the work and, you know, there's tons of stuff, but, mm-hmm. you know, environment plays a big role in how we feel not only about, uh, ourself, but our future. Right. And, and I right. think that's when people kind of get that itch, like, Hey, this isn't quite for me. Maybe I'm not doing what I should be. And where that life push kind of starts pushing or pulling us in a new direction. So, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, there's only so much that we can do on our end. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like you give the example of that negative uh, atmosphere, maybe at work you have mm-hmm. people constantly talking negative, gossip, etc. You know, you really can't do much about that, but try to kill them with ki- kindness, you right. know. Yeah. But even even that that gets tiresome and, and starts wearing you out as well. So, um, yeah, being, having your ear out and, and eyes open and being in touch with yourself and with your energy, with your, your vibration, you know, if you're not feeling comfortable, maybe it's time to, to take a look at, at where you are and where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, beautifully said. Um, so you, 
you got the three areas that you help people in. You've got time management, which is so important. I, I like if people can like conquer that one thing, I think they're at way ahead of the game on 90% of the population. Uh, but just time management, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and then you got the, the wellness like you know, uh, I'm trying to remember the term you use, but, um, you know, the life, yeah, life, life management. Yes, life, life management, management basically. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Where you, I, I would assume that includes, you know, your your mind, your your emotions, um, you know, being healthier, those types of things, and then you also have the right the transformation. And I I think that's amazing that you self transformation. Yeah, yeah self transformation. The amazing that you've created a program all around that, and uh, you know. Again, those are three areas that I would say 98% of the human population probably could increase in some way or another, if not everybody. So for sure, that's that's mm-hmm. awesome. So uh, I kind of want to you. ask you if you wouldn't mind sharing just a few of the, the main points that you like to work with so that you can kind of give like little bit of a glimpse, I guess, into that program, what it looks like for people. Sure, sure. The the time management basically is helping people what I call calm the mental storm. Uh, I had a friend that used to, uh, I, I'm not going to say bother me because never do I feel bothered when when somebody comes to me feeling, I mean, they don't even ask for the help. I could just see the the anguish yeah. uh, and I could feel it. And I was like, what's going on? And and she would be like, "There's, I just have, I, she couldn't even talk straight. I have so many things on my mind. I don't know where to start. Um, and it wasn't just professionally, it was personal as well. I said, okay, calm down. Let's, let's sit down. Let's, let's take an hour and let's just write it all out, you know? And, and we write out everything that's on her mind, first of all. And, and 95% of it are things that she wanted to do, uh, whether immediately or in the future, et cetera. Yeah. And then I would take that, my, my project management experience, and then I would start classifying those into like, okay, is this an activity or uh, is this a task or is this related to a project? So a lot of the things that she had going on were like related to one thing, yeah. like, let's say starting a business. Okay. So all these, these 10 things are related to this one thing. So let's make a project out of that. And the rest of these things are going to go on a daily agenda and we're going to schedule them in, in a, in a responsible kind way where they're achievable targets. Yeah. And then I, that I help as kind of a accountability manager following up daily, like, Hey, uh, yeah. you got this due at five o'clock today. What do you, where are you at? You know, you need help. You need to reschedule that, et cetera. So basically that's, that's getting the time organized. And, and then once, once they feel comfortable with their time and they can do it on themselves, because I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm trying to teach them to do this on their own as sure. a sustainable habit, yeah, which is, sure. which is going to benefit them in the long run and, and eventually teach others. Um, this is just great information for anybody to have in, in organizing. So once they feel organized, they're much 
more relaxed. And then we can start focusing on, on the life management, start focusing on, okay, now what are your goals? What, uh, when do you want to reach these and why are these your goals? So a lot of people will say, ah, I want this new car. You know, why do you want that new car? You know, is it, is it, is it, you know, let's, let's dig deep and find out why you have these goals. Yeah. Awesome. And what's important in your life, not necessarily to you, but to your life. Yeah. Not, not telling you to be selfish at this point. So when we're doing the life management, we're looking at everything encompassing your life and what you want out of it. And then introducing uh, different wellness practices like manifestation, the meditation to help you mm. uh, visualize these yeah. goals happening, cool. um, you know, different practices like that. And, and some journal writing, basically, uh, just, just different uh, habits that are going to help you stay disciplined to reach those goals. And then after we do the life module, we'll move into the self-transformation, which is when you start looking in and, and being selfish. And what do you as a person want to achieve out of your life? You know, not... not not to have the family in the house and the car and things like that. That's kind of society's expectations. What are your expectations? So we drill down deep into finding out what are those and then taking what we learned in the life management and the time management modules and put those all together in the self-transformation. So you have the tools that you learn from time and life and apply those to self. But you, that's when we were talking about being selfish, uh, taking the time for yourself and, and getting in tune with yourself and finding, finding out what is it that you want. Wow. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I agree a hundred percent with all those things because it's, is I mean, it's so familiar to what I also help people with, um, you know, dig deep on your goals. Why do you want that car? You got to find out what that why is. And, and then right. if you really want transformation, you got to set up the tools or use the tools and then have them become a habit. So that's, that's awesome. Um, very cool. Uh, I, before we kind of wrap up the last little bit here, I just want people to be able to know where they can get a hold of you, find you, uh, look more into your program. Where can they, uh, go to to find out more about you, Scott. Well, my website is scottjspears.com. Um, and my email is scott at scottjspears.com. And I'm actually doing a, uh, this year for 2021 on Instagram, I'm posting tips uh, in the four quarters. So first quarter this, this year, we're doing time management. So I'm trying to put some time management tips out there for people on a daily basis. And, and then in uh, Q2 is, uh, I believe, um, like a mind, uh, mind sweeping, basically, mm-hmm. clearing the mind um, of, of all bad habits, uh, start focusing on what do you want in your, in your goals. Uh, and you know, I'm sorry, I I don't remember what Q3 is Q4. No, no. Q3 is, is transformation, some transformation tips, self-transformation tips. And then in Q4, we start looking at energy. 
Cool. Uh, I wanted to end the year 2021 having people in tune with their own energy, especially going into the holidays with, right. you know, a lot of stress and a lot of things going on, uh, realizing how to focus on their energy. And so that's on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at time underscore life underscore self. And like I said, uh, I can be contacted on any of those for further information and, Great. and help anybody that needs it. Awesome. And I will be sure to put any of those links down below uh, this this podcast or YouTube video, wherever you're listening or watching this, so that they can also find those very easily and, and get a hold of you. So um, thank you for sharing that. So to, to kind of wrap up the last little bit of the, the discussion here, I always like to ask this, and it is if there is one to maybe three things that you would say someone needs to unleash their greatness, what would those be? I would say get in touch with yourself. Make time for yourself, number one. That's that's the biggest step into unleashing your greatness because you really don't know what you're going what what is it that you want to be great at yeah. until you look inside. Love it. Yeah. And then make then make a plan. Organize your life and make a plan to achieve that. That's what I would say the the three major things would be is is first find it by looking in, giving yourself the time to do that, then organizing your life into a plan that you can achieve them. Awesome. Yeah, I agree 100%. I, I did a training today on almost the exact same thing. So uh, we're, we're definitely on the same page there. I believe that those are definitely keys to becoming great and unleashing that greatness that's in each one of us. So uh, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. So, um, Scott, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, your uh, story and your experiences that you've been through have been so insightful, and I'm, I'm just I'm I'm a better person for having this discussion for sure. And I know the audience who listen will get so much out of it. So if if you're listening to this and you want to get a hold of Scott and find out more about his program then click on the, the website link or any of the links and get a hold of him. Go check out his website and uh, reach out to him if you have questions. And uh, go out there and start making your your life the way you want it and and let the, the water flow you to where you need to go, So like we've been talking about. So, uh, Scott, any last departing words? No, that's it, Adam. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful for you having me on and having the opportunity to to explain uh, what I've gone through. And hopefully it, it helps somebody out there listening. And and if they need help, like I said, contact me. I'm, I'm here anytime. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much. And everybody go out there, unleash the greatness inside yourself and have an amazing day. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today and I really appreciate you being here and do me a favor, if you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite uh, platform that you listen to podcasts on and also leave me a message or a comment or a review, I just really appreciate it. Also, why I've got you here, if you are ready to take your life to the next level, I have a, an amazing program right now that's called Achievement Monthly. And this is a monthly program where you can come and learn every month from me, Adam Platt, Achievement Coach, 
And we're going to go, I'm going to go live every month. Come on and help you get to that next level in life, that next level of success, that next level of achievement. Because, you know, up till now, you've, you've done so well and you've done all you can, but sometimes you just need a little bit more help, a little bit more umph to get you to that next level. And that's what this program is really meant to be. And so it's uh, designed to help you, one, learn what you need to do to get to that next level. And two, it's also meant so that you can uh, network with other people. So we're going to train for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And then we're going to break out into groups so that you can network with other people, get to know them and connect with them so that they can help support you in your goals, your dreams and create the life that you want. So if you are interested in joining that program for only $39 a month, you can go and register at arisetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I am so excited to see you there and to help you get to that next level in life because, man, that's where everything starts to go right and happen for you. So go again, register right now at arisetoconnect.com slash achievement. And I look forward to seeing you on the inside of that program and every month so that we can get you working towards that goal and that dream life that you want. Thanks and have an amazing day. Go out and make your life what you want it to be.